evening, everybody. Welcome to Get Real with Ralph. I'm your humble host, Ralph Nudy, coming to you live in the studios of AM 1050 WLIP in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and simulcast live from Kenosha to the Canary Islands and all across the world via our YouTube channel at GetRealWithRalph.com. That's GetRealWithRalph.com. You know what they say, right? Better late than never. I might have come in a little late this evening, but that's because I had to hear a little more of the Steelers' wheel, if you know what I mean. A little more stuck in the middle, because I don't know about the rest of you, but I feel just as stuck now as I ever have. How about those hearings this week with that feeble-minded Mr. Mueller? I think there's a reason that gentleman wanted to stay home, and they should have let him, instead of using him as a political football. The report's been written. People can read it. They can read between all the lines. Read between all the lines, all they want. But at the end of the day, the report is the report, and they found nothing more. They just wasted more hours, more taxpayer dollars, more eyeballs. Interviewing a feeble-minded old man who really doesn't seem to know which end is up. We got an exciting show coming up tonight. We're going to talk about all sorts of subjects from serious to, well, seemingly funny, but also serious. We're going to talk about getting fuzz off of peaches in the second hour. But in the first hour, we're going to have a serious guest, and we're going to talk about a serious childhood condition. We also got a special musical guest in the studio this week. I think you're going to enjoy him very much. Malcolm Wright, acoustic guitarist. So buckle your seatbelts. Make sure that your radio is locked in or your computer to WLIP.com or GetRealWithRalph.com. And come for a ride with me. Here we are. Good evening and welcome again to Get Real with Ralph. In the studio I have with me today, of course, my producer and board operator extraordinaire, Mr. James Selovich. How that, are you doing that, this evening, Jim? That's me, Ralph. How was your weekend, buddy? My weekend was fantastic. Yeah. How was yours? It was great. It was great. We got done with our shows in Racine uh, and then uh, went to uh, stop at St. Mary's Festival on my way in. Had some, got, my, uh, got my eats on. Always. Always got to get the eats on. And, uh, and here I am. I'll tell you what. It was been... an action-packed weekend. You had Taste of Wisconsin going oh my on. God. Yeah. You had St. Mary's Festival going mm-hmm. on. Uh, for anybody who has kids school age, Kaipak did the uh, Lion King musical, and right. I got to watch my, my son's debut with the main part. He mm-hmm. he played Little Simba in two of the uh, of the four uh, productions, and that was a lot of fun to watch. That's amazing, it, isn't it? It, it is. It's, you start to watch your kids mm-hmm. grow and do things on their own and do things that you didn't even realize that they were capable of doing, and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a pretty amazing thing. 
It is absolutely uh, just uh, it, just not, how many weekends we have left in this summer when you when you count it down. Not there's so enough. many things to do. Yep. And we'll talk about something uh, in a little bit here on uh, August 17th. Here at that uh, PSA, we got uh, Don Fredrickson here in the in the studio to talk more about it. Absolutely. Which we're going to do here in a couple minutes. Very good. All right, so uh, let's take a break. And after the break, we will uh, bring Don in and we'll have some discussion. And we're back in the studio with Get Real with Ralph, Ralph Nudie and Jim Selovich. And today we have a very special guest, Mr. Don Fredrickson. Don is from the Alternating Hemoplegia of Childhood Foundation. And we're going to talk a little bit about this very rare disease that afflicts under a thousand children, I believe, and uh, what his organization is doing to help children that are afflicted with this. Don, welcome to the studio and welcome to Get Real with Ralph. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Ralph, and thank you, Jim, for this opportunity. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I've been involved with you, what, three years now? Yep. Three years <laughs> uh, helping you out uh, with your um, uh, the big uh, fundraiser coming up on the 17th. But right now we want to talk more about the disease and, and exact, maybe uh, kind of explain more in detail what this disease is all about. The okay. disease is a, a genetic neurological disorder that has symptoms of mimics stroke-like symptoms Mm -hmm. of dystonia, which is stiffness, and it can move from one side of the body to the other. It's very rare. One in a million is Mm. what we're told. And they... um, um, That's all right. It's all right. So so so, so it affects one in a million. And uh, from what I understand, and we, we've talked before, is that we're getting close to a cure for this, correct? Yes. Well, every child that has been properly diagnosed mm-hmm. with AHC were previously misdiagnosed either with seizure disorder or Todd's paralysis. Some have actually had seizure disorders, but the only way to know is with the DNA test. Gotcha. Then the cure that they're working on is a genetic cure where they're going to want to inject the correct DNA Mm -hmm. into the spine, Mm -hmm. and hopefully it will go to the place in the DNA strand, replacing the bad DNA. Mm -hmm. Now, have they they had some success with this uh, treatment already in, in, in children, or have they done it as far as an experimentation with uh, with animals? How, how far have they come in, in using this DNA replacement therapy so far? It's been used in mice to cure color blindness, and that mm-hmm. would be the same theory they're going to use to try to cure mm-hmm. alternating hemiplegia. You know, we talked before about how it goes undetected or, or misdiagnosed. That and, is... Oh, uh, my God. I mean, you know, I mean, it, you know, you know personally, because your daughter... Yeah, uh, the very lovely Danielle. She's a, just a beautiful, beautiful young woman, and she's afflicted with this disease. And she was misdiagnosed from from almost day one. Correct? Yes, she was eight years old when she was finally diagnosed, and uh, before that, she was on narcotics like Tegretol and oh, Depakote, mm-hmm. which are pretty heavy. F- yeah. They're for seizure disorders. So she was be- being treated wrongly, and really, they have no treatments. They can treat symptoms, mm-hmm. but not the specific disorder. I'd like to talk a little bit about your, your, your journey and how, how you got here with this. So uh, 
your daughter first started showing symptoms and you said she was misdiagnosed. Take us through that. What type of symptoms did she start off with and what was that journey like? How many different misdiagnoses did you go through before you finally uh, got the correct one? Yeah, it was uh, when she was about half year old, she'd start having her eyes go crossed, limbs go stiff on her, and she'd be just unresponsive pretty much for several hours. Sleep, rest, uh, kind of put the symptoms at bay, and she could function normally again. Sometimes this would, the seizures or the episodes would go on for minutes, hours, or days. Mm. My goodness. And then even after she comes out of sleep, she could slip right back into one fairly quickly or be okay for a while. So I can't imagine the fear that must have went through you and, and, and your wife's hearts as you're as you're dealing with this. Uh, the first time you thought you had a diagnosis, what, what was the first diagnosis that they gave that was incorrect? Seizure disorder. <laughs> okay. And, and you said that as a result, they had her on some heavy narcotics to try and, and stave off the seizures. What led, what led to finally coming up with the correct diagnosis? There was a doctor who was in Milwaukee at Children's, and the wife took her up there for another neurological visit, and he started asking her some questions. Uh, the first question was, uh, does she have her eyes crossed? And then the other one was, does she get stiffness? And then the next one was, Do, does she come out of it after she sleeps? And that's when the wife told him, you know something, what is it? Mm -hmm. And that that was before DNA testing. About three years ago, we had her at the Mayo, and they did the DNA sequencing, which confirmed what we'd been told for about 15 years. How, long was, how old was your daughter when you finally got the proper diagnosis? Eight. Eight. So from one until eight, you had different diagnoses, different theories as to what was going on. Nothing was working. I imagine they had to be a very... A difficult time for you and your wife and, and, and your daughter in your lives trying to trying to figure out what was wrong. Once the correct diagnosis came up, what was what was the course of action that they took at, at that time? There's really not much. There is a, uh, a, a class of drugs called calcium channel blockers. The first one wasn't available in the United States, a drug that's in Europe called flanerazine. Linerazine is commonly used for migraine headaches, but it also works in this calcium as a calcium mm -hmm. channel blocker. Okay. Gotcha. So they they use it. They use an off-label uh, reason for using it, and did that help ease the symptoms at least? We didn't see a lot of difference with flanerazine. Okay. Mm -hmm. But now she's on an American equivalent, and she seems to be responding. I mean, she still has her ups and downs episodes but they aren't so severe and frequent as they used to be so how off, how often does she have to endure these episodes now well, it could be uh but between mild and severe could be uh once or twice a week gotcha mm -hmm. gotcha so otherwise when she's not enduring these episodes your daughter pretty much is able to live a normal a normal functioning life in between those <laughs> oh she had a lot of de developmental delays in both mental and physical mm -hmm. Uh, additionally, at Mayo, they found that her cerebellum is shrinking. This doesn't necessarily mean it's of the disease mm -hmm. because they all have slightly different side symptoms. Right. And uh, it causes her it ca the motor function. So she doesn't speak 
hundred percent. Not hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, one or two syllables, <laughs> and then it's kind of like make up the rest. We've learned to speak her talk, mm-hmm. and she's learned ours as well. That's that, that, that's a fantastic gift. Now the AHCF is the organization that is uh, going after this uh, DNA uh, based cure. Is that correct? Yes. And they're saying that they believe that they they'll be able to do clinical trials on humans in in the near future. Is that what they're hoping? Yes, they're hoping for that. We uh, they had a had to raise six hundred thousand dollars to get this going. Mm. So in the spring, they had a man who generously said he would match anything up to fifty thousand dollars by the end of April. By the end of April, we'd raise seventy thousand. He doubled seventy thousand. Bless mm. his heart. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that. It's fantastic when you hear that. There's good people mm-hmm. in the world Absolutely. that are willing to put their hearts and 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 souls and and their financial resources and mm-hmm. and helping in, in, in situations such as this. And if anybody wants to go online, they can donate and learn more about just a, uh, a oh, excuse me a h a h c f Yes. It's the alternating hemiplegia of childhood foundation, mm-hmm. and you you are part of this foundation now. Um, so, when you got to the point when you knew what it was your your daughter had, uh, then you came in contact with the uh, AHCF people and, and and got involved in their organization. Yes. And uh, how long have they been working on a cure for this? I think uh, they've been at it since the mid '90s. I've seen. Oh, it's on. It's about 93, I believe they... Gotcha, gotcha. And they've done a very good job. I looked at their website of educating people on what the symptoms are of AHC, uh, what the diagnostic criteria is, what the long-term effects are, and these are some of the things that we talked about, Mm -hmm. uh, as well as what they're doing to treat it. So uh, you're going to want to go online and check it out, the Alternating Hemiplegia of Childhood Foundation. And uh, it's, it's, it's... Remarkable. I didn't know much about this until Jim mm-hmm. brought it to my attention. I believe a couple of weeks back we started talking about it, and uh, it's it's fascinating that they are as close as they are to, right. to getting somewhere with it. And, and Don, I believe we were sitting, we we were talking a couple of weeks ago. He said it, it's they're kind of teaming up with the Parkinsons. Well, the the gen, the incorrect or the defective mm-hmm. DNA. She, uh, she shares with Parkinson's. With Parkinson's, okay. She has two defective genes. One of them is shared with Parkinson's. Okay. And um, long term, if if a child is able to get this cure uh, and move on, do they believe that the other damage is going to be permanent, or do they believe that the the developmental problems can be overcome over time, or what's what's the prognosis for all of that? The Developmental delays will not be helped at all. Our daughter is 28 now, so she's not really a candidate. We're looking for these other families who are just coming into it. They need somebody young who hasn't had uh, the damaging long-term effects. So if they can get early detection, early treatment, and hopefully get this cure out there, then children who are affected with it in the future may not have the additional side effects that, that unfortunately, your daughter endured, and that, that's... It sounds like that's, what you're what you're trying to uh, to accomplish here. Raise awareness. That's the main thing we're doing. Yeah, so anything really gets done is people have to know about it. Yep. You know, this is something that I I didn't know about. I mean, I know you know we learn about muscular dystrophy. We learn about all these other diseases affecting children, but we don't we don't hear of this one. You know, and just for a few years ago, when I was asked to MC your event, I'm like, yeah. Then I read up on it. Oh, I'm just you know. Then I met Danielle. I mean, she's such a beautiful young woman, and she's so funny. 
Yes. You know, and she's, you know, she is, she's, she's a joy to be around, really. She always had a good sense of humor. Yeah, she's got a <laughs> good sense of humor, you know, and she's very limited on what she can say, but you know what she's saying. Yes. You know. I find that to be so true. I've met so many young adults and, and children who've had to uh, go through through handicaps just by being introduced to them by other people. And mm-hmm. I've noticed that's the one thing that they have in common is is underneath all of those disabilities is a very bright oh person who is always kind of fighting to communicate and fighting yep. to get out and has that sense of humor. Oh. And now, that, I, that, I've, I've seen her sassy. Yeah. I've seen her get sassy with you guys. You know, just, oh, yeah. like, just like a daughter would with their parents. Sure. You know, and um, it, it's, she's, she's there. That's, all, that, that's the thing. She is there. It's all part of her personality. Yeah, yeah. and she just it just has this crippling disease. It's just it's, it's just sad, but um, that's what we're here. To, but you're raising awareness. You're doing awareness, something yes. about it. You're you're moving forward to make sure that someday other children who are diagnosed with this are first of all diagnosed up front instead of misdiagnosed over and over again. Mm-hmm. Because I imagine the misdiagnoses can cause additional problems if now you're you're treating something that isn't even there. So that's got to be the first step, and that's where awareness is really important. I imagine not even all physicians or pediatricians are really aware. If you well, think they're not aware. Yeah, a lot of how many to, different disorders that children have. You have, to, you have to bring it to them. This yeah. is the oh, really? That's the disease. Well, you know. Well, we've had neurologists who have uh, asked us, "What do you want us to know about this?" Mm-hmm. You know, I was on the website, but uh, it's just I never heard of it. Mm-hmm. And one said that it was like hitting the lottery to yeah, meet right. to meet one of these children. Right. Right. So now you've been doing an event for a couple of years now, every year, to raise awareness and to raise money for the research. Uh, tell us a little bit about this event and what the first one was when you started it and uh, uh, what it has grown into. We started two years ago. We just had uh, mostly, well, we had the... Uh, UAW, what was that? And we've had the comedy show. Comedy. That's yeah. how it started. Mm-hmm. We had a baked potato bar. I don't know if we're... Yeah. I don't think we're doing that this year. Oh. And... Uh, we just uh, have a good time raising money. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of soliciting from local businesses <laughs> yeah. for I, raffles. I have to tell you, the the raffles alone, there are some really, really neat baskets and, and different prizes that, that people can, you know, it's auction. You know, it's one of those auctions where you just sign your name, how much you want to bid on it, things as such. There's a ton of really, really nice stuff. And unfortunately, we didn't. the turnout wasn't as, as grand as we wanted it, obviously, the first couple of times we've done it. But it's growing. It takes a while it's to grow an event it's start, like that. It's starting it to grow, and, and I was like posting on my Facebook and doing different things and telling people, get your butt down here, because I'm really, I mean, of course, you know, you're going to support a great cause, but you can you can walk away with the, this oh. year's scooter. Oh, I imagine people are going to be like, Salovich is going to be there? we got to go check this out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'll go there. anyways, yeah. That's what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So what kind of entertainment do you have lined up for this year? We're going to have Dobie Maxwell as our comedian, and mm-hmm. I think uh, Jim Sullivan. I'm working on. I'm working on. I'm working on a surprise for you guys. I have to look. I have to see the logistics of the stage and, and exactly uh, how, the, how it's how it's mic'd and things. I may have my uh, improv group come in and do some improvisation. And we've seen Jim in action, and uh, you don't want to miss that. <laughs> I get to see Jim in action every Sunday. <laughs> every here. Sunday, right here. And uh, let me tell you, most of it is funny, but sometimes I just want to scream, "Salvage!" Yeah, it's everybody, everybody <laughs> does. Everybody does. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. We have a lot of comedians. Uh, we have live music. Uh, what do we have this year? It's something different. Right? I mean, because right, first we're, first yeah. and foremost, we're moving from the UAW Hall to, to the Hiawatha and Sturdivant. It's coming August 17th. 
We have a scooter for raffle, a mm-hmm. kayak, mm-hmm. and then this year we're having a poker run. Ah, that, now that's interesting. I, when I saw that, I was wondering how that how's that going to work out. Well, they pay a registration mm-hmm. fee, and then uh, 50-50, uh, the winner. Well, you'll go to these different taverns mm-hmm. and clubs. I uh, have a drink. Mm-hmm. Get a stamp on a card, and okay. then when you get back in, for every stamp you have, you'll get a card. The best poker hand is going to be the winner, and it'll split the pot 50-50. Oh, neat. Okay. That's, that's a very cool idea. Oh, and we have a, we have a bus donated ah. by First Student that will help the people who want to, don't, want to be responsible and ride. Okay. So, so, people, can, so, and, and so even, if you don't want to ride your hog, you can ride the bus? Yep. Yes. Gotcha. And if you don't ride, you can ride the bus. Uh, well, you don't have yeah, I can't ever find one that's low enough to the ground where my feet reach. Oh, for a motorcycle? Yeah. I thought you said bus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can find a bus short enough for me. <laughs> so so that's coming up August 17th, folks, and you, you, you want to stop on by. And uh, again— what time, what time does that start? It starts at 4 o'clock. goes on till 9, but the last hour is kind of like wrapping things up, mm-hmm. getting the raffles all taken care of. Etc. I'm going to make sure that I put that on our uh, on our episode page mm-hmm. as well as on our website. I'll put it on my Facebook page as well. Make sure that I promote that. That is Saturday, the 17th of August, at the Hiawatha. The Hiawatha is on Highway, Highway 11, 11 in Sturdivant. Yeah, not far from the uh, Sturdivant Amtrak station. Yeah, it's uh, right. It's right on the tracks, actually. Yeah, it's, it's right there. And uh, the Hiawatha is like a fixture there. It's oh been my god, there I, I haven't been there in years. And I, I'm looking forward to uh, popping back in there. Tammy at the Hiawatha has been helping us out mm-hmm. uh, quite a bit. Is that Tammy Graceffa? I, I know Tammy. She used to she used to do mortgages uh, once upon a time, and we worked together. She's a nice lady. Yes, she's yeah. helping us out a lot. Mm-hmm. She's done several with her venue, and I think it's well suited for us. Right, and, and it's suggested donation of ten dollars at the door. Yes, for the ten dollars, you'll get a beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coin good for a scoop of ice cream at Culver's. Ooh, <laughs> so right. some of your uh, donation comes mm-hmm. right back to you. There you go, there you go. So it's not going to be as big with, with the other prizes. We're just going for for, for the big prizes. We've got plenty time. of we've got, so we got plenty s- of raffles. same thing. Same thing raffles. So you can folks you can get there get raffle tickets. Yes, uh, we're doing another fifty fifty in there as well. Probably, probably. We'll, we'll work that. I'll help you with that. Yeah, but we'll get we'll get the fifty fifty tickets sold, and you know half will go, of course, to the uh, AHCF, uh, and then the other half, of course, goes in their pocket. And if you're any type of human being, you'll just give everything back. Yeah, yeah, I hope you win, Jim. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> now, Don, do you have a specific website that people can go to if they want to donate and they can't make it to the event? We do not. I am sorry. I've tried mm-hmm. to set up. Uh, something and I really didn't get far. That's fine. If anybody wants to donate to the AHCF and you can't make it to the event, you can find my social media, facebook.com forward slash Ralph Nudie. Send us a private message. Let us know. We'll contact Don and make sure that uh, we have a mechanism for getting mm-hmm. that done. And uh, I'll try to put some things in place between now and next time we talk so that we're able to uh, solicit support for the uh, AHCF. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and, and don't forget, folks, come on out. Uh, make me uh, come and see me make a fool out of myself uh, August 17th for a good cause. I only do it for good causes. Other than that, I don't, you know. And la- one last time before we go to our break, that is going to be 
Saturday, the 17th of August, 4 o'clock p.m. at the Hiawatha on Highway 11 in Sturdivant. It is going to be a fundraiser to support AHCF. Jim is going to be there clowning mm-hmm. around. I yeah. imagine we're going to have some music, raffles, prizes, and it's all for a fantastic cause. Absolutely. Don, thank and you. And you get to meet Danielle, too. Yes. And she'll be there as well. Looking forward to it. I Looking forward to meeting her after hearing all this today. Mm-hmm. Don, thank you so very much. Did you have anything else that you wanted to add about uh, about what you're doing here? N- nothing that I can think of. Just, again, thank you, Ralph. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jim. And uh, we need all the help we can get mm-hmm. to raise the awareness so everybody knows about this. Maybe their child is suffering with this mm-hmm. unknown factor. Absolutely. All right. More on AHCF a little bit, and then we're also going to be introducing uh, our musical guest, Malcolm Wright, after Mm -hmm. the break. Here we are back in the studios at AM 1050 WLIP, listening to a little Pink Floyd. A little Pink Floyd on your Sunday evening, man. Absolutely. Today is the birthday of the late keyboard player of Pink Floyd, Richard Wright, probably Mm -hmm. one of those little-known figures in the annals of rock history, but all the same, very influential. Very influential in their sound. He's, you know, you got Gilmore, you've got Roger Waters, and you know, but uh, Mr. Wright was the one who really laid down the uh, the keys and played the. Before everyone drifts off into space. Oh, listening tonight, we're going to uh, many a night I drifted off into <laughs> many a night I drifted off into space with that song. Oh my god! During yeah. my teenage years, that's the drift off music is definitely Floyd. It's Star- definitely Floyd to drift off to. Starry eyed dreamer music, and uh, you know it's okay to be a starry eyed dreamer, but you know in, in the spirit of me always being stuck in the middle, I'm going to bloviate a little bit here, uh, Jimmy. You're going to what? I'm going to bloviate a little bit here. I'm gonna, I don't know I'm, what that means. I'm going to run my mouth. Do I need? Do I need to lay down some? You know. I just let this play. Just let it play. Just let it play. You're going to bloviate. I don't know what the hell that means. You know, I mean, in 18, you have to lay down some, some some Saran wrap or something. Or in 1847, the printing press started cranking out these little pieces of paper that started sparking differences between the so-called. Pr- proletariat and the bourgeois man by the name Karl Marx and was he uh, one of the Marx brothers uh, yeah he he would no, he wasn't smart enough uh, he was a very intelligent guy however this thought process never really works the you know the man is sticking it to us so we're gonna stick it to the man because 
What they never really tell you is that they just want you to be at the, angry at the man who's one rung above you on the ladder. Mm -hmm. At the very top of the ladder, it's always the same people pulling the strings. doesn't really matter. And, you know, they keep taking young minds and warping them and making them think that you got to play Robin Hood and take from the people who are productive and give it to the people who are not in life. And when you give money to people who are unproductive, then society as a whole becomes unproductive. This experiment's been done over and over and over and over again. Uh, now, you can't have capitalism unchecked. Mm -hmm. But you can't not have capitalism either and have a society that's going to thrive. People have to have that. People have the desire in their heart to want to be successful whatever it is they do, whether it's playing music, being in business, curing disease, and they want to be rewarded for those, you know, for those wins. And so we have to, as people are being brainwashed yet again, because I see it happening, this next up-and-coming generation, we have to remind them that these people are no better than the capitalists, the so-called capitalists that they purport to hate so much. Mm -hmm. All right, enough of my bloviation. A bloviation. That's that the name of my new album. Bloviation. Bloviation. <laughs> bloviation. We've got in the studio with us a, a uh, great young musician, Malcolm Wright. Malcolm, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, doing good, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. I know that you are a regular on the circuit over there at uh, Fusion. Yes. And uh, that, uh, that is, of course, how uh, we got exposed to you. And uh, you've been playing some, some good stuff there. And you're going you're gonna to play a couple of songs for us here. How long have you been playing? I have been playing since I was 12, so I should be a lot better than I am. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's all from the soul, so that's what counts most. I've gotten better at playing from the soul, but my fingers got to catch up. Who's your biggest inspiration when it comes to guitar? Hmm... You know what? There's this um, there's this artist. Her name is, or the band name is Gregory and the Hawk, and uh, she just kept it real simple. She just finger picking, and she does real simple things, but things that you don't hear every day. And so, I think that's been an inspiration to me. Gotcha. And when you're listening, just flat out chilling out, listening to music. Uh, what are, are some of the more established musicians that that, uh, that our listeners may have heard of that that, that influence you? Uh, in your music, um, lately, a uh, real a guy who's been bouncing out really hard with me, uh, back and forth. Jonathan Wilson. I don't know if anybody's heard of him yet, but uh, he's really good. Jonathan Wilson, uh, The Doors. I've got some Doors in there because my there I grew go. up with my dad. You know, keeping it. And he was a big Doors fan. Keeping it silly, yeah. And so we got some Doors, some Floyd, and. Uh, Van Halen's a good, mm -hmm. good for just for like the classics. Yeah, well-rounded. <clears throat> yeah, you know when it comes to the Doors, I I remember thinking those lyrics were so profound when I was young and I listened to them. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, the guy was just screwing around. <laughs> oh, he was just he's a, 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 drunk, a, a drunk intellectual Reichman is what he was. You know, what, I mean, I, you know, sometimes I wonder if he was thinking, wait till these people try and figure out what this means, and it doesn't mean nothing. And <laughs> That's it, right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might as well have been the Monster Mash he was written sometimes, but the yeah, music it, over it, the Top, it's really it's hard so to believe. I mean, he was only 27 when he died. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Insane. It's just like, that's so that's young. Next year for me. You know, really, well, man. You know, it's just it's just <laughs> amazing how much of an impact that, you know, when you think at 27, you know, not to downplay your you know, 26, 27, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in my 50s. I'm thinking, you know. Yeah, yeah the, the haunting voice, the haunting lyrics. He sounded like he, he sounded like he was this man with gravitas that had been around the mm, world. And, right. And he hadn't even left the nest yet when it comes to. Basically, uh, basically, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, the good and, ones but, die young. Huh? But I'll tell you what, th that music is 60s. When I hear 
The Doors, I think, 60s. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Stones, I, Stones could be 60 songs. You think, was that from the 60s, 70s? Unless you're a really big super Stones fan. You uh-huh. know exactly, except for the early stuff, obviously. But a direct, to me, a direct reflection upon the 60s is Doors music. Absolutely. Every time I hear the Doors, I think, I'm, I'm in L.A. in 67, 68, 69. They were the new sound of the time. Yeah, they were. I didn't know U2 was around in the 70s or the uh, 60s. They got together. Oh, gosh, you, yeah. You, you two? I, that sound? The band? Way, that sound back then? The oh, my The early gosh. garage band type oh. sound of U2, and they made their first album, which I believe was uh, Boy. Boy. And then they did October. Yeah, it was like, it, that was like 79, 80. Yeah, and then they really didn't time. get big until they did War, their third one, with that, that sick drum beat when they, when they did Sunday, Bloody Sunday. And that's... That was really the first thing that caught on this side of the pond because before that, they were really mostly an Irish sensation or a little well, bit of an English were, sensation. They, yeah, they, they, they were you know, that because we're about the same age as those guys. So it, it kind of – my generation, that's like my generation music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's, it's just like not my right older there. brothers, <laughs> you know – Grand Funk Railroad, which I love, you know, yeah. or you know, or you know, Nugent, or this or that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. But my generation is more of the Police, U two, one of the newer wave stuff. Yeah. I still like my rock, though. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. mean, you know, but but U two. Yeah, kind of like the Killers are for me. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's just my time. The Black Keys. And, yeah. The Black Keys. Oh, I mean, you know, be, being an old can. rocker and you know listening to old rock and roll, mm-hmm. Black Keys come along. I'm like, oh, now there's something I can listen to. You know, Jack White, too, yet. you know, and yeah. stuff like that. You know, that's uh, <clears throat> that's uh, carrying on the torch of rock and roll. Yeah. So speaking of carrying on the torch of rock and roll, you, uh, you're going to grab your guitar, I guess, and you're going to you're going to throw out some uh, some tunes for us today. And yeah. uh, we're going to we're going to get ready here as yeah, we shuffle around in the we're, studio. We're, we're going to shut up and listen. We are. are you OK? In, <laughs> are you OK in that chair? That's good for you. Yeah. OK. It'll okay. Out. With the arms on it. OK. Yeah. So what's, right. uh, what, what's the first tune you're going to do for us tonight? Um, this one is called Let Me Ride. Let Me Ride. Any, any particular story behind this, or is it just what, you know, what moved you? Yeah, a lot of my songs come about uh, like in, in the moment completely, and sometimes I won't fully understand them until years later. And uh, I think it's great. So I just, yeah. Okay. I, like sometimes it doesn't feel right, so I'm like, oh, okay. I, I may not understand that, but it doesn't feel right, so it doesn't belong. But mm-hmm. if I don't understand it and it feels right, I'll just I'll just keep holding on and right. wait until the And hence the name, Let It Ride, huh? Yeah, yeah Let Me Ride. Let, <laughs> let Me Ride. Yeah. All right, Malcolm. Well, here we have Malcolm Wright with Let Me Ride. Go ahead and take it away, Malcolm. Let me ride along with under protection of under protection of your kind and loving power. Let me ride along with under protection of under protection of your kind and loving power. Make sure that they know to come back. Make sure that they know to come back home. Come now, 
child and sit with me here by this fire. Let me tell you of the fearful nights when we were young. Come now, child, sit with me here by this fire. Let me tell you of the fearful nights when we were young. Keep on moving, keep on grooving, keep on loving. Everything's gonna be okay. Starts with you, and it all starts with you, and it all starts with you. That was awesome. I got Fantastic, Princess Delphi. man. Fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, you know, no. that, that is like classic American folk rock there. I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. That reminds yeah. me of uh, some, some CSN stuff. Some, yeah. I'm trying to yeah. think who else that reminds There's somebody that, that just came to mind, and it's at the tip of my tongue. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna, that, no. You don't You don't know what's at the tip of my tongue? Uh, I don't know what's at the tip of your tongue. I mean, the end of your tongue? I don't know. It's... Uh, <clears throat> No, I know where I know where you're coming from. I mean, it, you have your own distinct sound, but yet it, it's uh, definitely uh, influenced. Which is good because if I'm ever, you know, you don't want to fight too hard against the current. No, no, I, I mean, don't. Anyways, it sounds more like you're just kind of riding your own little wave. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the song. I guess the song says it all. Let me ride. <laughs> How long did you write that? Um, that one was. I mean, it's been worked on. It's been open for mm-hmm. years. Five, six years that song's been around, but I mean, now that I have a daughter, she's going to be two on Tuesday, oh, wow. so I get to uh, experience that, uh, those lessons in life, mm-hmm. and so the song written before her, what's, you know. What's your daughter's name? Charlotte. Uh, yeah, Charlotte. Pretty. Have you wrote her a song yet? Yeah, I've got, I've got it's some. In, it's in the works? Yeah, there's, there's the little banjo tune, and then mm-hmm. I've got the mountain song, which I could play next, too, that, down the line. That's great. That's great. Yeah, we're going to hear Now, do you play with a band at all, ever? Um, yeah, you know, I was jamming with my buddy Keith A. Christopherson Jr. He's out there. Shout out. Um, but lately, I've just, I used to be in Seattle, and I had a band called Butte, B-U-T-T-E. And um, I had to leave to come out here and do the right thing and be, and support my daughter and mm-hmm. her mother and everything. But I had to leave the band, and so time goes on, and Butte has always been on the brain. So uh, Butte's coming back, and it's going to be in nice. Kenosha. No, and all right. That's it's, great. It's now spelled B-E-A-U-T. So. <laughs> Butte. Ah, <laughs> the Butte is still alive. <laughs> you cannot kill the Butte. So if those want to go to, uh, you got a band camp. Uh, a band camp is just me right now, yep. but we're getting some songs. We've got three recorded for mm-hmm. the uh, the album that we're just gonna come shooting out of the gate with, and mm-hmm. where are you recording? 
Um, downtown, I forget the name of the street, but uh, Public Brewery is going to be moving into that new Yeah, the old Martin store spark. there yep. on, the, on the corner. Right across the street is uh, Barefoot Studios, mm-hmm. so it's a little hole in the wall. Shout out to those guys. Nice. <laughs> all right. Oh, that's good. They got a good sound engineer there. That's all that, you know, that's, that's what matters, and they got, they got a good room. Mo- most of the best studios are, are holes in the wall. That's uh, it's all, yeah. it's all It's all in the production, my friend. Great, great people. My drummer, he, or the drummer friend, he's 15, and he just records like a champ so wow that's that's solid that's really solid yeah so uh, super lucky malcolmwright.bandcamp.com is where folks want to go to i'm looking at your uh your site right now yeah i took a look at it before you came on and and played a couple of your songs through and and i was i was thoroughly impressed thanks you have any big dates coming up or any small dates coming up where you're going to be playing out um no actually i mean i hate to say it but i'm i've really just been trying to Kind of pull back the reins and get the things behind the scenes set up before I go out there. So you want to make sure that everything is perfect before you go back out there. I, I do, yeah. So I don't have to worry about misrepresenting myself. Uh, I got a lot of respect for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got time for you to get one more in before the break here. It's uh, eight fifty-three, so we got about what, like seven minutes. You got four minutes, about five minutes. All right, so five okay. minutes. that should be plenty bit, of time. A little for bit you to... more than five minutes, so. All right, and here he is, ladies and gentlemen, again, Mr. Malcolm Wright. All right, thank you. Cut me off if it's getting too long. Oh, <laughs> no, no, fine. Don't you worry know, about it. You know, if we All get right. into the news at the top of the hour, you just keep playing, okay? <laughs> All right, sounds All good. All right, brother. Shout out to my baby girl, then. This one is called Mountain Party. Mountain Party. Take me to the mountain party, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Ain't nowhere that my horse can't go, people try to follow when their tires blow. Everybody wants to go to the mountain parties. Come on, to the mountain party. Dig to the mountain party. Dig to the mountain party. Dig to the mountain party. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Take her way up high Show her where she She can be free There's a part Of your heart That belongs
mountain party Nice one, man. Very cool. And that is the Mountain Party. That's the Mountain Party. Malcolm Wright. You can listen to the music that he has out so far at malcolmwright.bandcamp.com. And uh, after the break, we will come back with Malcolm and have a little more music Mm -hmm. here on Get Real with Ralph. Still got a minute and a half here. We got a minute and a half, so we're going to tell you where you can find us and listen to us. You can go to getrealwithralph.com, go to our YouTube channel. If you like this music, make sure that you're liking it, you're subscribing to the channel and sharing it, especially when we have these great artists out there because this helps them get their name out there as well. Uh, We always, in the following week, take all the musical acts and we slice them out and have separate short videos of them. So support these artists if you like the music they're playing by sharing it with your friends and uh, getting them the exposure. You can also go to facebook.com forward slash Ralph Nudie to get excerpts from the Get Real with Ralph show. Follow me on instagram.com forward slash Ralph Nudie where you'll hear Malcolm Wright and lots of other local musicians that we feature here on Get Real with Ralph. Woohoo! You got anything to add, Jim, before we uh, close this hour out and put it in the annals of history? Uh, <clears throat> no, I don't. I'll just uh, play a little more Let, Let Me Ride uh, into the break. I'll Let Me that. Ride. Ride it out. Let me ride along with under protection of, under protection of your kind and loving power. Let me ride along with under protection of, under protection of your kind and loving power. Make sure that they know to come back. Make sure that they know to come back home. Child and sit with me here by this fire. Let me tell She's a lady. Oh, 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 she's a lady. Talking about that little lady. And the lady is mine. And here we are back in the studios at AM 1050 WLIP in Kenosha. You're listening to Get Real with Ralph. Ralph Nudie here, your host along with co-host and producer Jim Selovich. And it is a fantastic night out there tonight, isn't it? It's a beautiful night. Oh, what a great night to be out. I imagine that our listenership might be a little lower tonight, and they'll be catching it on the rebroadcast because of all the things going on, Taste of Wisconsin, St. Mary's Festival. I think some of that stuff's going on till till right about now, till about 9 o'clock. And uh, we have in the studios with us today a very talented, up-and-coming musician, Mr. Malcolm Wright. Malcolm, that's some good stuff that you put out there so far. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> is that your Ringo Star, or is that your? Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, 
Yeah, just like he said. <laughs> like you said, Hop. I'll just say, I'm in the band with him, you know, my name is Wong. You, you, just he, need to, you just need to grab the bloody guitar and play the song. He's writing, writing <laughs> yeah, wrong. Right. Less words, more music. Shut up and sing, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Malcolm's going to play another one. What are you going to play for us? Um, you know, I've got this soft finger-picking serious one or uh, a little more upbeat one. Before you play, um, I'm going to put a question out there, and if you have answers to this question or if you want to answer the question, you can call in at 262 694 1050. Ladies and gentlemen, and this is a little off topic, and this is definitely a not safe for work topic. Uh, if you have children, um, do the old Vince Vaughn earmuffs here before I get to this part. But we are curious about manscaping. Ladies. Manscaping. Manscaping. Because we're going to talk about manscaping a little bit later on here on the program. After you this. know, we should do we should do something in studio. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Trust, yeah? trust okay, me. All right, trust all right. me. I don't know. I don't know all that. But listen, la- ladies, gentlemen, if you want to talk about your manscaping nightmare story, 262-694-1050, uh, or if you want to tell us how you prefer your man to be manscaped, whether it be, you know, <laughs> the whole Sherwood Forest uh, or all the way down to wow, as God intended when you're born. Oh, Either way, even worse. feel free. Uh, that's, uh, you know, or anywhere in between. Uh, you know, we'd like to know how women prefer their men and how men prefer themselves. Uh, 262-694-1050. And we're going to work our way back to that subject after we uh, lighten it up a little bit here. And uh, Malcolm, now that we've gotten the manscaping out of the way, what are you going to play for us? Uh, something really serious. <laughs> 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 this is a soft little jam. All right. This one uh, uh, was out in the desert all by myself, so it uh, made me cry. It's called The Lonely Road. Whisper to Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? 
waft across this prairie in waves of dancing To remind us of what once was, to remind us of what could be. And so I'm screaming at her. Have I lost my mouth? Screaming out Have I lost myself? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. All right, James Taylor. That's who I'm thinking about. That is a about. very that's what I thought James about right there. Very James Taylor song. Right there. Yes. You know James Taylor is right. No. No, dude. <laughs> you know what? You've you're got totally to. channeling. You're totally channeling him right there, bro. You've got to yeah, throw right. a little fire and rain out there so he can hear it at some point oh in time. Oh my god. Tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, who was the other one? Arlo Guthrie. Arlo Guthrie. That's really old. That's really. I think even. I don't think your dad would know. Well, he might know who Arlo Guthrie. He seems pretty much with music, so yeah, yeah, right on, man. That's that's uh, that's a very beautiful song. <clears throat> Thanks. Yeah, that was a lonely song for sure. What uh, what brought that on? Man, it was a dream that I had that night, and uh, it was a dream that just really shook my world. And I went outside, like possessed by something. Mm-hmm. I had okay. to get something out, and uh, I went and I. In my house out in the desert, it was just me, and next to me is a really big open field with lots of grass. And so, mm-hmm. Mariah is uh, the name of the wind, and uh, so she moves in waves of green across the prairie. And so, oh, that's heavy, man. <coughs> Dude, well, you're 26. Yeah, I'm 26, wow, and man. I was like in 15, 16 when that one came. When about. that one came on you, yeah. yeah. Holy you God, find dude. some of your most some of your most surreal or depressing uh-huh. moments end up being your biggest inspiration for whatever yeah, your it's, art it's, is. It's therapy. Music, yeah, uh, art, it's therapy. writing, yeah. 
uh, you know, poetry, any of it, that's when it, that's when you end up being the most inspired. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you're in the deepest pain, and uh, yeah. when you have an outlet to channel your pain, mm. uh, such as we do, I, I think sp- that that makes you a, a much to healthier person. To spit that intensity, like as as deeply as you feel, is as deeply as you can output to, or something like that, is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. And what's amazing is you dig back into it every time you go and you play that. Like, you get yourself right back in the same <laughs> state of mind. Yeah. That same feeling, that bookmark in life. Now, speaking of state of mind and being... Good name for an album, Bookmarks in Life. Bookmarks uh-huh. in life. We got all kinds of album names for you tonight, don't we? <coughs> I, f- I flow album names, actually. <laughs> we were trying to come up with a band name for the band, and uh, just everyone was an album name. And I was like, all right, you have to take Butte then. Because it's what's ringing true. So glad it happened. Album names. So far, so good. So now you're spelling Butte, B-E-A-U-T. Like, she's a Butte. Butte. Yeah. All right. All right. So it won't get get confused as butt. Yeah, right. There's no confusion this time. It has evolved, and it's getting better. So keep an eye out in the future. Nothing yet, but. Okay, so original members coming together, or it's it's gonna is, is, no yeah, no core new members, new, yeah, but but it's mostly my songs. Oh, okay, yeah, so yeah, you were kind of leader, yeah, kind of principal songwriter, yeah, within, right. within the group, and that's what I love about my songs. You know, you said leader, and it just made me think of Dan Fogelberg, leader of the band. There's another guy who uh, uh, yeah. we're talking about a period past, where right? There's right, something that flowing. Malcolm, you know who that is. No. Nope. All right. That's okay. <laughs> I've got a whole. I got a. I got a couple of Apple playlists. I'm just gonna send you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Stuff. I spend some time in the car. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. you find driving kind of uh, inspires you a little bit? Oh, musically. Yeah. Yeah. Something about the idea of just driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Driving away. Driving to. Just traveling. Doing something. Because I, I kind of, you know, because when I write, you know, which which I write, you know, it, sure, it's comedy, this or that, you know, yeah. what have you, just different things that come up. And, you know, I'll start walking somewhere. I'm like, oh, you know, it would be funny, you know, or something I would see somebody doing something and kind of uh, embellish a little bit, obviously. but uh, In the silence, <clears throat> a lot of the time, that's when a lot of the good stuff mm-hmm. comes out. Well, especially a musician, you, can, you start hearing notes, mm-hmm. start hearing things that are going on in your head. You're like, ooh. Ooh, that progression right there would be kind of cool. And like you said, therapy, too. Well, like, uh, a lot of the times, I mean, at work or something, you start getting down. I'm, that's why the soul the soul music exists. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you just spit it out when you're feeling down. Get it out of you, and you feel a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, take it from where you even better it yet when you can get it out later and lift other people's spirits. Amen to that. Yeah, that's good stuff. It's not totally my intention, but... Uh, it's in there, you know. I'm not going out there to push it that way, so not that that needed well, to be you, said. You know, I I think a lot of times it chooses you. You don't choose it, and that's power. Yeah, that yeah. I do, <clears throat> I do the same thing. You know, I mean, on different level. You know, in, in, in my genre within comedy and acting and doing things, people say, "Why do you do that?" I go, "I I can't tell you why I do it. I mean, hmm. I until you affect someone in a profound way or or a way that that changes the way they think about something." Not that I'm doing this to change persons, right? You know, but, but when you but but, but, but when you that. do something for someone, then they tell uh, you, you know what that changed my life. Yeah, you know, then you're like, oh my god, I, I this I need to start. I need to keep doing. There's this. something in this. There's something there, and yeah. And plus, like you say, you know, like we said, it's therapy too. I need to, you know, I don't do this. I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I ran my head against the wall or something, you know. 
you know, some people off the walls. Some people for therapy, they they go get a massage. Mm-hmm. They go, yeah. you know, they go for a run. You play music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and or other team. people. Yeah. Changing gears here, like to go to an esthetician and you know get a good waxing. <laughs> and uh, the reason I'm going to bring that up is because this is one of the craziest stories that I've heard that was circulating on a couple of news sites last week. And uh, Malcolm, you're gonna, y- you might find this funny, you might find it disgusting, <laughs> you might laugh when you hear Try you me. Cry. <laughs> all right. And uh, first of all, I'm going to just state up front that this is a trans story, and I don't think that this person or this story is indicative of trans people. I think that this person's a sick individual. And we're going to talk about this sick individual right now and uh, victimizing other people because I think that this is um, it's a funny story until it's not. And I'm going to explain to you why it's not. And so I have this article here and I'm going to, I'm going to read some ex- excerpts from an article written by uh, Rod Dreyer on uh, July 20th. And the name of the article is From Bake My Cake to Wax My Testicles. All right. <laughs> All right. So ABC Human Rights Tribunal in Canada devolved into repeated outbursts and name-calling this week as it considered a trans woman's complaint that a home-based salon discriminated against her by denying her a Brazilian wax. At one point, the complaint compared the business owner to a neo-Nazi. The lawyer for the business owner accused the complainant of engaging in half-truths and fabrications. All right, I'm going to stop there, and I'm going to just tell the story. So this this trans woman, a woman who is uh, a, supposedly a man tra- transitioning to a woman, Jessica Yaniff, who was born Jonathan and is still in full possession of all of his male boy parts down below. Mother, it's a man, baby! <laughs> is already been in trouble in this same area for approaching little girls and having very explicit conversations with them and wanting to know what it's like to be a girl. And as I dig deeper and deeper, it looks to me like this isn't really just a trans person. This is just a very, very sick man who uh, not only did he decide that he wants to be a woman, but he's still attracted to women, so he is a lesbian, according to him. And so, you know, he's making a mockery out of a lot of groups that really get mistreated. And, and that's really a shame. But he started calling salons, or she started calling salons. I don't really even care what pronoun this particular person wants because he's disrespected everybody else. Mm-hmm. All right. But this whack job started calling up salons asking for a Brazilian wax and wanted to set an appointment. And uh, for those of you who are estheticians, and please feel free to call if you want to weigh in on this, 262-694-1050. But uh, I have some relatives who are you know, in the business, and estheticians will tell you that it is a different skill set waxing a bird or uh, waxing boy parts. It's not the same skill set. You got a lot more skin to pull around there. You know, you can you can burn things with the wax. It can be very uncomfortable. And there's just a lot of women that aren't comfortable doing that. But beyond that, here's a man, calling himself a woman, but here's a man who is using the law in uh, British Columbia here, using human rights tribunals to force women to handle his genitals. Now, where I come from, that's sexual harassment. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's, right. (laughs) Plain and simple. The funny funny thing is you got the political left, like, jumping up to support this dude, and I'm thinking, hey. right mind is supporting this. Yeah, there's something there. Take a step back. If you're a feminist, you should be outraged that some dude is trying to force you to handle his sack of marbles. Well, he's (laughs) coming in under pretenses that he's a woman. 
Right. And and, and, and and there's certain ways they do things, certain protocols. Yeah, a man can come in and get that done anytime he wants to, but they have to know that it's a man coming there to do it so they can. And it has to be somebody that handles that is okay. Right. Well, that's, and, yeah. And right. if, if an esthetician, man or woman, is okay with doing a manzillion. Yeah, that's a cons- hey, consensual. Go, consensual. <sighs> Thank you very much. But now they're yeah, trying to take. Wax on, right hand. Wax off, <laughs> left hand. <laughs> if it's consensual, it's fine. But I don't want any woman to feel forced right. to handle a man's boy parts. It's, 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 <clears throat> so they put this esthetician out of business because when you make a tribunal complaint in British Columbia that's a human rights violation, mm. you don't need a lawyer. You go make the complaint. But when you have the complaint against you, you do need a lawyer. So this woman who just had a little home-based business was, you know, probably started off, you know, making her friends feel pretty. Yeah. And this this dude here was jealous because she didn't want to make him feel pretty with his big bulging sack of marbles. Well, the size we don't know. Well, <laughs> you know, as far we're as just I, as, We're just assuming that because he has that. I think that's know, why he had to lie about the, Yeah, there. right? Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why he became a... Be, Maybe that's why he wanted to become a woman because he didn't feel like enough of a man to begin with. Well, it's whatever the case is, it's still. um... But this sackless piece of human excrement Mm -hmm. is going out there and harassing women. Uh, He also tried to throw a underage pool party, twelve and up, so people could be comfortable with their bodies. That was going to be a co-ed, topless party where no adults were allowed except for him. Uh, They turned it down, of course. Oh, my so, God. I mean, so Jonathan Yaniff. Yeah, who is this, who is this oh. creep, and why do we... Well, here's the worst part. People start criticizing him on Twitter, and they start getting banned for hate speech. Hate speech. Yeah. Now, first of all, I don't believe in hate speech, all right? That's a bunch of baloney. This is America. Free well, speech. That was, that's Canada, you know, though, right? Unless you're actually advocating for violence against somebody, you have a right to an opinion, even if I find your opinion disgusting. Well, that, yeah, he's right. in Canada, though, right? He is in Canada, correct. Is this uh, is this censorship coming in, in Canada? Well, no. Twitter is banning people. Right. Twitter's an American company. Uh, Twitter should be. And, and so, Twitter should be. Uh, Twitter's ridiculous. Completely gone. So here, to me, to me, it's like it doesn't make no sense whatsoever to me. No, you know, I, I wonder if YouTube's going to ban it. You know, it's we've had stuff on YouTube, yeah, and right. we we criticize Google, and suddenly we're shadow banned for an episode. So right. I know that this sort of censorship is happening and, in our internet. And the fact that these things go slide by so carelessly is really fishy. Like, what are you trying to do here? What is going on? Because things like that, when it come, I'm like. It's because maybe it's such a pressing issue to talk about these things. Right. And even race, to be honest. Sure. It's such a touchy thing to talk about, and so it doesn't ever get talked about, and it seems like you just don't talk about it. Or, I don't know, well, there's something it, fishy it, about it, letting it slide so there, easy. There are so <clears throat> many pieces to this that are paradoxical and that are completely contradictory. And, you know, here's a couple of them. If I wanted to show up in blackface somewhere mm-hmm. and dress up, I would be I would be chastised and rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, yep. You know, I'm going to be accused of appropriating, uh, you know, a culture that doesn't belong to me. Okay. But if I want to dress up as a woman, I'm not appropriating anything. How insulting is this to women? Mm-hmm. How how unfair is this? How unfair is this to people who are truly, truly suffering? From, from gender dysphoria, where, you know, they're born one way and they feel another way and they genuinely need help, possibly yeah. transitioning, possibly not. When you have a bunch of creepy pervs out there 
claiming to be that yeah. and completely hijacking. And you know, I saw this coming. We all saw it coming. There are a lot of creepy men out there. Yeah. There's a few creepy women, too. I would still, even as a man, say there are more creepy men than creepy women. Yeah. This guy's a creeper. All you got to do is look, go Google him, Jessica Yaniv, Y-A-N-I-V. And the guy looks like, he looks like John Candy in drag, for crying oh out loud. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah you could probably just... write a funny song about that oh, one. That, that, I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> want to look at that guy. I want to call more attention to this freak. And, and, you know, and dude, that's all it is, is if people want more attention. Yeah, yeah. He, he wants attention. It's like, dude, go buy a Bic. You know, and better yet, go buy a Gillette, because they don't like toxic masculinity either. So go buy a Gillette and just, you know... Shave those, shave the fuzz off those peaches, or just play the role correctly. Like if you want to be a girl, just do it. Play it correctly. Right. You don't, right. Don't a girl with genitals doesn't work. Don't into victimize the... <laughs> other people because male genitals. You're a creep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I lost my genitals, genitals. I think that could be a song. Anyway. There you go. Hmm. I wonder. Uh, sticks and berries. Hardcore rock sticks and berries. Anybody well, called uh, sticks and berries? What do you call it? Anybody yeah, called in to talk about manscaping yet? No, we got nobody <laughs> wants to take us. I mean, pretty soon, I'm going to have to take up the issue. <laughs> you're you're going to take up the issue. Uh, All right, how about how about we uh, we do something in the studio? Like what? Uh, maybe get an esthetician in here and uh, you know, <laughs> lay down the wax, wax on, wax off. You, you're willing to do that? I'm not I doing got, it. It's your show. Oh, you I, want? Oh, you want <laughs> I didn't know this was a part of the gig. <laughs> I didn't know this is your show, man. I mean, so, hey, I'm, so you're I, work, saying, I work for you. So you're saying you want me to get my bowling balls all nice I, and shiny by nesthetician? Put up or shut up, huh? What do you think? Uh, you know, if, if I could raise enough money for well, it's testicles, testicular cancer. Let's yeah, do that. Yeah, okay. I like that idea. I'll tell you what, Jim. Yeah. I will. I will let an esthetician come. Yeah, we could do it in Studio East. We could set up like an operating room, you know, masks, gloves, everything. Because I don't the curtain, a curtain. Yeah, because I don't want to. You know, I'll that, be in, I'll be in here running the board, and the camera will be on my face so people can see the kind of paint. You know what? I'm a little bit of a masochist. Maybe we could, you know, <laughs> but I'd have to raise enough money to make it worth my while. Let's start a campaign now. There you go. Uh, Whatever we're gonna call it, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm live on the radio right now. If I start uh, spitballing some ideas, I'm gonna cross the line. Yeah, we got, so yeah, so gonna, I'm not gonna do it. We don't want you to have to hit that <laughs> dump button. That. The defuzz my peaches uh, campaign. I, I don't know whatever, the you know. Defuzz my peaches. <laughs> That's a song. Defuzz there you go. That is a good go. one right oh, there. Got a little something for Ain't that. no yeah, hair on my berries. Yeah, hang on, this defuzz my peaches. <laughs> <laughs> Just put the wax in rip. Uh, Ain't no Harry's on my berries. Uh, <laughs> right, here comes that envelope. We're yeah, right. Nudging it. We're nudging it. Can you? You know, I would like somebody. Right, well, let's do him. this. Let's do this. He's gonna hurt. I, that's why I want I you mean, to do it. Have you ever seen the forty-year-old virgin? I sure have. I I'm, mean, not, I'm not playing I, that clip because no. it's, 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 <laughs> you know, it has I, a lot I, of naughty words in I'm it. I'm imagining that pain, and then I have to not swear because I'm on radio too. Oh, you can't swear. Um, oh. So I gotta have that kind of pain, but instead of on my chest, I have to have yeah. it on my. Uh, that's right. That's that's it. On my chestnuts. Chestnuts roasting on. Yeah, I'm, and I. It's gotta hurt worse if you have more hair, right? In through nose, out the mouth. <laughs> wax on, wax off. Easy as that. <laughs> out of the mouth, mouth, into your nose, out of your mouth. I wax think- on. Wax off. Ralph Nudie son. <laughs> Ralph Nudie son. <laughs> I think you are trying to talk me into yep. getting my boy parts waxed well, on live radio. Yeah. 
<laughs> yep, that's that's what I'm doing. Get me. How much money do I need to raise? raise? I well, let's um, say uh, I, uh, raise me a thousand dollars for testicular cancer or more, and I'll do it. We'll, we'll do oh. it together. All right, and let's get uh, other people. We'll start a GoFundMe. You know, um, for people that want to see me go through that kind of pain. And um, I don't. It's, it's we're gonna have to set a date to do that here. And uh, so Brazilian is just the whole the whole area. Dude, huh? they just rip it all out. Yeah. Ow. Okay. <laughs> if, any, if, if any gentleman out there has this has had this done to him, uh, give us a call two six two six nine four ten fifty. Let's talk about the pain. And you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I suppose you know, women endure that kind of pain all the time, but they also have babies, which yeah. is, I, I promise you, I would not have six children if I had to give birth to them. I would have had one and quit because yeah, that just sounds. The old saying: If men gave birth, we wouldn't have a population problem at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I'm taking up a new cause. We're going <laughs> right. to, uh, we're going to do this. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to rip the hairs off. This for... might go nationwide. It might. Who knows? Or just like, I can't even talk to. Well, I'm not going to be here next week. I'm going to be in Florida. Okay. So we're going to have a little best Getting of Brazilian. We're, we're, we're going to have the best. I'll probably replay this uh, this episode next weekend. This is a good episode to replay. Very good episode to replay. Especially this segment. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we can talk about what we're doing. I don't even, I mean, I actually had a personal friend who had to go through Mm -hmm. testicular cancer. And, and, um, you know, it is no laughing matter. Oh, not at all. But, you know, if we can make people laugh and then point point attention to something that isn't a laughing matter. Absolutely. I'm willing willing to endure the pain to help other people. So, uh, you know, that's, I, I guess that's it. And uh, if anybody, let's, let's get a group of people. It could be like St. Baldrick's, you yeah, know. You it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Without the D? But instead of Baldrick's, it's going to be St. Ball, Baldrick's. I don't know. Oh. Something. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think. Yeah, we we're, have... we're spitballing now. Let's be careful. I, yeah, I think we, yeah, I, I think we, I, I think that we're uh, definitely entering mm. some, some deep water with so, the beach balls. So we're doing that. Let's take a break. We are going to take a break. After the break, we're going to talk about a couple of more community events coming Ab- up. Absolutely, and we're going to hear more from Malcolm, too. And thank you once again for tuning in to Get Real with Ralph. Get Real with Ralph, AM 1050 WLIP, Kenosha, Wisconsin, simulcast at GetRealWithRalph.com. Go to GetRealWithRalph.com. It's our YouTube channel. You can see past episodes. You can see episode clips. You can see all of our musical guest songs individually sliced out. Make sure that you go there. Please subscribe. Please like. Please share this information out there so that other people can see what we're doing. And, of course, go to our Facebook page. That's just facebook.com forward slash Ralph Nudie for information on upcoming shows, local events, so on and so forth. A couple of community events that uh, we're going to be sponsoring. One of them is coming up. It seems a while away, but it's going to be coming up quick, and that is the 28th of September at the Banshaw at Pinoyer Park. We have the Songs of Freedom Festival. 
The Songs of Freedom Festival is a one-day music festival. It is being headlined by Betsy Aid and the Well-Known Strangers, and all of the proceeds from this festival are going to benefit Operation Underground Railroad. Operation Underground Railroad is a cause that I became familiar with uh, about six months back. They go and they rescue children that have been trafficked. Uh, it is a very, very worthy organization. It's going to be a great event, an all-day event from about noon to 10 o'clock at night, family-friendly. We'll have food vendors. There will be beer and wine sales. We're going to have 10 different musical—I'm oh, sorry, 11 musical guests on two different stages. For more information or to buy tickets— uh, go to our Eventbrite site, which you can get to by going to OurSongsOfFreedom.org. That's OurSongsOfFreedom.org. Or if you go to my Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash Ralph Nudie, there's all kinds of information about the Songs of Freedom Music Festival, including a public service announcement recently recorded by myself and Betsy Aid. All right, we're here in the studio, and we have our fantastic musical guest, Malcolm, how you doing, Malcolm? You having fun so far? <clears throat> yeah, it's been great. Enjoying the company. He's a little freaked out. We've been talking about testicular hair removal, uh, which is you know not normally a subject that you broach on live radio. And uh, Mr. Salovich is thinks he's going to talk me into getting my. It's going to happen. It's going to. I raise at least a thousand for we'll testicular raise, cancer. Yeah. That's the bet. You get a thousand dollars raised for testicular cancer, and I will have my hair removed via a waxing live in Studio East. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be fun for me, but I imagine it might be fun for the rest of you. If we you. get two thousand, we'll do it in the parking lot, <laughs> and folks can pull yeah. up. We're charging a mission fee. I am not putting my uh, my junk out there for the world to see. It's going to have to be sheeted. Yeah, there you go. Let's just put that out there. I mean, I'm already going to endure the pain. I'm not going to endure the humiliation. Oh no, that's for they won't get you know peek at the junk, but they'll be like there <laughs> to witness. <laughs> It's a good thing we haven't moved down to Gurney because you'd be trying to get me to do it in the middle of Gurney Mills Mall. Well, that's coming next year. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this will be, this be, next year's this will be yearly event. Yeah, After uh, we have the growth, growth watch. <laughs> growth watch. Yeah. There's a caveat. I mean, you got yeah, uh, to have the money raised before the end of the year. But uh, yeah, once you've raised at least a thousand for a testicular cancer, I will find. We'll have to find an esthetician willing to do it, and. Uh, uh, hopefully my wife will be there with a bag of ice for me because I have a feeling I'm going to need it afterwards. Uh, this sounds worse than a vasectomy, guys. It just does. Esthetician. That's the first time I've heard that. Esthetician and testicles. Uh, it's a testetician. What is an hey. what is an esthetician? Just a hair remover? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, it's a beauty. Through waxing? No, aesthetics. They do, oh, like, okay. they do eyebrows. Makes they sense. Do. I, have a friend, I have a friend that does that, so. Yeah, I'll reach out to her and see what she has to say. Oh, mm. I am really apprehensive about this one, Jimmy. <laughs> give it, or uh, whoever it is will give you a massage before they do it. Well, Malcolm, you got to play something sweet for us here now, because all I can think about is my my jewels <laughs> being on fire. That's 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 fine. That's the name of his song. Jewels on fire. Jewels on fire. Jewels on fire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is the name of this? No. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been a great segue if you had a song called Jewels on Fire, wouldn't it? (laughs) Yeah, right. Nothing's in there. I can't pull it out. No, it's all right. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) I was going to go there, but you did, Ralph. Okay. What's the name of this next song that you're playing? Uh, um, I guess this one's calling out. It's called uh, Did You Forget? All right. I'd like to forget about this whole experience. Malcolm Wright. (laughs) Hopefully this music makes me forget. Go ahead, Malcolm. Did you forget? 
Did you forget where you are? Yeah, for a second I did. While I walk my feet into that holy place, side of the road, guitar in hand, I felt happiness. I felt happiness. Felt it again. I felt happiness. I felt happiness. Felt it again. Turn my front to the road. Turn my back to pastime memories. Still they come up every now and then. I bring them up every night. Oh, and then. Come on, baby, dance with me. Come on, baby, dance with me as if we were always to stay young. No, don't. Keep my feet just moving along. And I keep the faith, keep my feet moving along. Moving along.
outstanding. <laughs> Dude, that was great. Thanks. That's a less played one, that one. Well, uh, play it more. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, you've, uh, you are a true storyteller with your guitar. That is, uh, it's a cool thing that you're doing with it, and uh, you need to make sure that you keep on doing it. I will do, definitely. <laughs> I'm making the time. This is, uh, you know, this is the era where you can put content out there and people can consume it without a middleman, without a production company, without a label getting on your side. You can still make it big. Yeah. And uh, you've got talent. You've got, you've got that it factor. Yeah. And I don't say that with every musical guest every <clears throat> week. I really don't. I, I have said that with several that, that are there. You are um, among the best that have been on this show. Awesome. And we've had we've had a lot of good guests. Everyone's yeah. everyone's been really right. good. We, on yeah, this we've show. had a lot right. of good guests. Yeah, right. yeah, we've had a lot of good guests. But you so those of you who have been listening who have been on our show. You're great. Thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm you not guys? I'm not taking away. Oh from no, not at all. Else. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's, it's uh so Malcolm Wright dot bandcamp.com that's right with a w yes and uh be on the lookout for butte b-e-a-u-t because we're gonna we're doing it it's already done so it's just a matter of time Who's, who are the other members in butte um we've got josh and jeremiah um last names uh one of them i don't have yet because we just got him mm. on the bass stepping in pretty new but uh Jeremiah is out there on drums, and he's producing the album too. Well, when you're uh, when you're in the studio laying down tracks, please let me know. I would love to come just listen to a sample of you guys laying that stuff down. That would be great. And I'll we make sure that, that I I'll make sure that I that I pitch some of what you're doing because it's good stuff. Uh, awesome, thank you. Yeah, if you like what you hear here, um, by myself, Butte is just that with uh, the influence of others. I like to take simple songs and bring it to the band and have their flavor mm -hmm. thrown on it too. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, as someone who has played with uh, bands from an early age on, I know I know what, what kind of work it takes to do that. Yeah. Uh, now, what's your day job? What do you do for a living? <clears throat> right now, I'm actually a, a union laborer doing road construction. All right. So I've got six days a week, 12 hours a day pretty much, and so I have to fit music in there. No. Where are, you, where, where are you working right now? Over on I-94 where they're building the road there? Yeah, 94 and KR and... H and right, know, in Fo guys. right in Foxconn land over there, huh? Uh, yeah, Foxconn fifty one. <laughs> that's what it's, I guess that's what it's like. Yeah, like don't go over there. Is that kind of like Area fifty one? Yeah. You don't you don't want to know what's going on. Yeah, well, they, uh, you, you take if they catch you out there, I guess they'll they'll come guns a blaze, and that's what I heard. If they catch you where you're working, uh, it, there's a perimeter for the Foxconn mm -hmm. construction and everything, and if you're not uh, if you're not uh, Area 51 cleared, or Foxconn 51 cleared, then <clears throat> they're coming at you. So you got, like, heavily armed Blackwater types <clears throat> coming and uh, putting your face in the dirt? Yeah, it's Grand Theft Auto with the 6-5 blinking. <laughs> in, in, no, I don't know. In That's what they In golf carts. Yeah, right? something like that. No, they probably got their high-tech. There's money out there. A That's drone. For sure. golf, yeah. golf carts and paintball guns. Got a drone. You know, like, oh, it's just them. Yeah, I'm sure they have a drone. Of course, I mean they make those. They're moving Area Fifty One there. It's, that's actually you the, get that big, uh, get that big machine from RoboCop <laughs> coming in there. Uh, halt, halt. So what do you what, what, do you handle the jackhammer or what do you what do you do? Um, yeah, there's some drilling and stuff. I'm I'm actually brand new to this. I, I've worked with the jackhammer a little bit, but I'm I'm new to the road construction. 
And so, I mean, I'm I'm right now I'm on the grading crew. So it's not it's not too hard of a gig, but I mean, 12 hours in the blazing hot sun is no joke. There's but when a, you do there's have a to, song there, there's a song there. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of songs there. <laughs> yeah, my arm hairs are blonde now and my <laughs> as you can tell, I'm pretty dark. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you've definitely gotten your, your share of sun. The red more, skin. <laughs> more sun than you're getting in Seattle, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, but I come from Nevada, the desert, mm-hmm. and so my skin, I'm a lizard. Where in Nevada? Where in Nevada? Um, Baker, Nevada is uh, right on, it's near Ely. It's right on the border. Mm-hmm. The valley I lived in, uh, I still do at heart, is called Snake Valley. And it's really big, runs vastly north and south. Big, beautiful mountains on the Nevada side covered in greenery, and then on the Utah side, right there on the other side of the valley, right down the middle, is big, tall red rocks, and so that's that's the valley my dad was born in. Mm-hmm. There's pictures of him sleeping in holes in the dirt and stuff. You know, <clears> that's pretty stuff. Pretty wild blood. Do you know? Where, do you know where Fallon is? Fallon. Uh, yeah, I I lived in Fernley uh, and, and Reno a little bit out there. My son is in the Navy, and he's he just got orders to Fallon, so that's where he's going to be spending the next couple of years. Yeah. So I'm very curious as to I started looking up some of the lakes out there, and even the lakes when you look at them, it's like you see desert and then like a hole with water. <laughs> yeah. now, I mean, even that lakes... side of it is is totally ah, it's it doesn't give Nevada that I know the justice. There's just these little nooks that you'll find, and you get up in the mountains in the northeast, mm-hmm. m- the most beautiful country I've ever seen. I'm really excited about checking out Lake Tahoe. Oh yeah, there you go. That's a good spot. to Really go. excited about that, and and One checking out the notes. Reno area as well. And I, I guess Fallon is about an hour to an hour and a half from each of those locations. Yeah, Fallon's just kind of it's in the valley flat, and I don't know. Last I checked, there it still had its small town vibe for sure. Did you see the? Um, <clears throat> of course, the original Top Gun Fallon wasn't even open for that yet, but they've moved it. <laughs> but uh, the new movie, uh, they had some footage uh, where they had a. Uh, they had the fighters going over, and they broke the sound barrier and had had the big boom uh, with the guys spilling the coffee and all of that again. And I guess they really did film that scene for the new movie at Fallon. Pretty excited about that coming out next year. Have you mm. seen the trailer for that? I have seen the trailer. So I haven't heard of it. It's amazing. No. So the, uh, I guess the premise of the story is now Maverick. Tom mm. Cruise is now a captain, but he's so old he should be an admiral by now. <laughs> of course, he's a rebel. And he's know. a rebel. <laughs> and uh, Those guys never get promoted. And then the um, there's the new up and coming pilot, which is the kid from Whiplash. What's that kid's name? Great. Oh, uh, Miles Teller. Miles Teller is the new up and coming pilot, and he's Goose's son. Ooh. Yeah. So I like the storyline. The only two original actors in the new movie mm-hmm. are Val Kilmer, who's oh, Val's basically, back. basically come out of uh, you know he's he's had a bout with throat cancer. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's, uh, been, he's kind been, of in he's hiding. Been, he's been sick. Yeah. Yeah. So Val Kilmer's come out of retirement, and Tom Cruise are the only two original mm. cast members that are that are back in there. But uh, it's it's still a year away. But I'm pretty excited to see how they made that because of course that is one of the all time cult classic movies. Uh, the the original Top Gun. Have you seen the original Top Gun? It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't remember Top Gun, but I know I've seen it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I guess Kelly McGillis isn't back in it. She she's, was. She wasn't asked. She wasn't even asked to come around. Yeah. But uh, thing, she's but... been she's been retired for a while. Oh, she's been health problems. Yeah. And health so and so mental. Yeah. She's poor thing. Poor yeah. thing. Yeah. But yeah, it should be it should be interesting. I had no idea you're from Nevada. Yeah. How how long were you in Nevada? When did <clears> you come over? I was in Nevada till I was 19, mm-hmm. and uh, the all the Ely boys, I would they were my only friends because mm-hmm. I was in a little village called mm-hmm. Baker, Nevada, 
which has a national park in its backyard, but the village is only 80 people. Mm-hmm. And so the closest town is 79 60, now. You left 60. Yeah, 60 miles away is the closest town. And so the Ely guys would come out and we'd all just roam the mountains and drink and party and play music and start fires everywhere. So 19, they were like, let's go to Seattle and let's go play some music. And I brought the banjo along and um, there it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Came over here, met my girlfriend, have a baby and Mm -hmm. do the right thing. Well, I'm glad that you came here and uh, thank you for coming on to Get Real with Ralph. Uh, if you want to catch the whole show, go to GetRealWithRalph.com. You can catch all of the music. We'll have it reprocessed tomorrow. And thanks for tuning in as you do every week. Please make sure that you share information on social media. Help us build the audience and uh, let us know what topics mm-hmm. you want us to cover. I'm hey. Ralph Nudie. Yeah, I'm going to play a tune of yours jamming on, still jamming on the radio. Oh, there I'm you go. I'm going to play that out. And <laughs> we are going to sail on out to the end of this show with a little bit of Malcolm. Perfect right. song. All right, let's do it. Take it as it is, take it as it comes. Hello, it's me again.